The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Okay, friends, just want to let you know, just give you a heads up that this next conversation we're going to talk about, it is a very difficult situation that many women, many couples go through. Uh, We're going to talk about miscarriage and pregnancy loss. So again, I just want to give you a heads up on that. This week, actress Chrissy Teigen and her husband, uh, musician John Legend, lost their baby boy after complications during pregnancy. She had been very forthright on her social media account about what was going on. And when they posted news about the pregnancy loss on, on Wednesday, while there was a lot of support, there was a lot of blowback as well about them being so public about it. So I wanted to have a, a conversation about pregnancy lo- loss because I, I think it's what, it, well, it, it is one of those traumatic events that I think a lot of people don't want to or maybe more importantly don't know how to talk about or or where to turn to. So to have this conversation, I've called up an incredible Edmontonian. Alexis Marie Chute is a photographer, curator, public speaker, artist, and the author of Expecting Sunshine, A Journey of Grief, Healing, and Pregnancy After Loss. Alexis Marie, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I've seen a lot of outpouring and thoughts and feelings over the past 48 hours. This this must bring back so many memories for and, and so many emotions for so many people. Yes, well, I think that this is an event that happens to many people, and it's something you never forget. It becomes a part of you. Your story, I know that you you have shared it in your book and in a documentary that you had done as well. Can you tell us about about your son, Zachary? Absolutely. So I had had one healthy child, my daughter Hannah, and I was pregnant again, and I was blissfully naive. And it was about halfway through the pregnancy where the discover doctors discovered a tumor around my son's heart. And kind of snowballed from there where we spent about six weeks going to the hospital every day trying to find a way to save our son. And in the end, um, there was nothing we could do or medical professionals could do. And Zachary, of his own um, choice at that time, he decided to be born at 30 weeks gestation. Oh, And it was the hardest, most life-changing day of my life. Um, it was a day full of love. When Zachary was born, he didn't open his eyes. He didn't cry. But we held him and we rocked him. We had our close family come. And so it was a really special, monumental day. And yet um, I was broken for a long time after. And it was only when I intentionally started to approach grief and look at this sorrow that I carried that I really started to find a way out of it to find healing and joy again. Um, Zachary passed away minutes after he was born, but you you did have an opportunity to meet him, but of course that plunges everyone, as you said, into 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 grief. And when we talk about grief, Alexis Murray, I think it's important to acknowledge that everyone deals with it differently there's not a right way or a wrong way is there no just like everyone has a different personality grief comes at us in different ways and we we can never predict or expect 
that we will respond one way or the other, but the most important thing is to be graceful with ourselves. And I would hope that the communities around us will be able to show grace and support as well. It's so important. So Chrissy Teigen, for example, um, you know, she has has been under some fire for some of the pictures uh, that she's posted on her social media accounts and, and being so upfront about it. You have been upfront about your journey. What What's your reaction to that blowback? Um, it just, it, it echoes to me that there are people out there who are uncomfortable with, with death and loss and maybe come from a, a worldview where these topics need to be addressed in private and be very, um, like, quiet and and for me, my experience with loss was that when I was holding it in and trying to be strong for everyone around me, I was dying inside. And it was when I opened up and was vulnerable with people in my life, um, even sharing on social media, I found such a wellspring of love and strength there. Actually, seeing Chrissy's photograph prompted me to go back and look at my own photographs I have from that time. And my first response in looking at pictures of Zachary and myself and my husband, I wish I had more photos. There's yeah. never going to be enough photos, enough memorabilia, uh, keepsakes that I have from that time. So I would really encourage anyone who's facing this, this experience of loss to take as many photographs as you can and to make handprints and make footprints, uh, build scrapbooks. I even remember after... In the early days of my loss, I went to, I think it was Superstore, and they had uh, lunch lunch bags with um, the kids' names printed on it. Yeah. And it was completely irrational, but I bought a lunch bag that said Zachary on it because I just felt that, like, the colors were red and vibrant, and he was always one to be, like, wiggling when he was inside of me. <laughs> so I felt like I needed that. So I think collecting, whether it's pictures or whatever it might be, these are special keepsakes that really do help on the grief journey. At the end, you have to do what is right for you. And, and, and I think that that's all that matters. We, we can't say, oh, well, you know, society doesn't want me to do this, so I'm not going to do it, or I'm not going to talk about it because people, other people don't know how to talk about it. I mean, you have to do what is right for you because that is how we grieve and that is how we learn and then eventually how we move on. Alexis Marie, I think one of the things I've been seeing a lot in the past um, couple of days, I mean, I mean, the fact is when it comes to miscarriage, for example, that many, many couples go through a miscarriage and um you know there's a lot of talk about that 12 week mark you know you know keeping it all quiet until that point but there's there's some who believe that by doing so that if there is a loss that you're you're limiting the potential amount of of support and 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 in community that you could have there to to guide your way through that what are your thoughts on that well i have always been um probably an oversharer <laughs> but I have found that, that that was my headspace through all of my pregnancies uh, and I remember very vividly telling some of my girlfriends oh yeah you know I'm, I'm always going to share with you ladies as soon as I find out because just in case I had heard that pregnancies happen to people and that you know later losses and even early uh, infant losses happen but 
you know, you never think it's going to happen to you, and then it does, and your world is turned upside down. So I'm so thankful I had my girlfriends and my community, my husband's community, and our families around us during that time. I'd, I don't know what I would have done without their support. So, you know, when you talk about your, 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 your friends and that community around you, again, I think one of the things that people have difficulty is we, we don't know how to talk about, about, about this. So when you found out that, that Zachary had uh, the, the tumor and you're, you're telling your, your friends and, and when he passed away, I mean, what, what should people do? What shouldn't people do what is your advice on on that front i would say yeah i would say whatever people do do not compare losses even though you might be well-intentioned maybe you've lost a child yourself maybe you've um, lost someone else who's really dear to you it's never a great idea to compare losses i feel like the the base level uh, of communication is just I am so sorry for your loss. This is excruciating. I'm sorry you have to go through this. We will always remember with you this child that you've had. They are part of your family. And I also think sometimes it's not words. I remember we had family and friends bring us dinner. They dropped dinner off in in Tupperware on our doorstep for probably about two weeks. And we had about a dozen lasagnas. (laughs) But I think (laughs) if we hadn't had that... I don't know, we probably would have ordered pizza every day. I had no energy or motivation to cook and like us, our family supporting us in that really tact, uh, tactile, practical way um, made a huge difference. Friends dropped off food and flowers. Um, I have a friend who baked a cake for Zachary's original due date. So there's just, there were so many practical things. Um, my mom came and helped clean the house. Oh, like I just, I'm so grateful for those um, acts, random acts of kindness during that time. All right. Alexis Marie Chute joining me uh, this afternoon. We're talking about um, pregnancy and infant loss. And it, it comes on the heels of the news that uh, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend earlier this week, they they lost um, uh, their pregnancy and uh, their baby boy. And it is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. Many people go through miscarriages and, and infant loss, and it is devastating and it can be difficult to know how to keep moving forward and certainly if you're on uh, the outside of it at all it's, it's difficult to know what to say and, and how to, su- to and how to support Alexis Marie Chute um, is the author of expecting sunshine a journey of grief healing and pregnancy after loss she has shared her story and continues to do so in the hopes of of helping others and I appreciate you so much joining us this afternoon I'm curious to know you know, after after Zachary's birth and and after he he passed away, as you continue to move forward, you know the the impact on your husband as well. I mean, can you can you shed some light on that? Because sometimes I think we we might forget a little bit about uh, the men in this. Absolutely, it was at first very. Um, Focus, the support was very focused on me, which mm-hmm. I was grateful for. Um, but we really didn't, people weren't asking Aaron, my husband, how are you doing? 
you know, the, the messaging and culture is very much, um, you know, support your family, support your wife, men don't cry. We tell guys and boys to toughen up, um, you know, have a strong upper lip. You know, these sort of messages really um, disable men in terms of being able to express uh, their emotions, express their grief. And, and it took a long time for me to really see and understand and appreciate my husband's uh, way of mourning until I really sat down with him because I, I felt that he wasn't grieving, but he wasn't showing it in the same way I was. And mm -hmm. so I think a lot of people in our life felt that he was okay and, and they sort of bypassed him to take care of me. And while I'm grateful for that, I, I really encourage everyone to to take the time to give a safe space for men to give voice, uh, tears, uh, expression to what they're going through because it's incredibly important for uh, men to be able to feel that and to set an example for the next generation of men that are coming up. Obviously, the 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 year, the time after Zachary's death was a very difficult uh, one for you and your family. But uh, you found out you were pregnant again. I think they call it a, a, your rainbow baby. And um, how did that impact you? And I'm, I'm curious because I'm I, I'm guessing that in your mind you were just consumed with worry. Was, was it difficult worried. to celebrate? Was it difficult to celebrate that pregnancy? It, it was it was difficult and it was in some ways a paralyzing fear and in other ways I felt like I had a bit of a timeline to really focus on these feelings of grief that I didn't want to carry forward into the delivery room with my next baby and so I, I really took that time of being pregnant to to do self-care to do art to, to be creative and and express myself to reflect and it was it was terrifying I, I remember driving to my doctor's office during that pregnancy and asking for a doppler like i, I just needed to hear my baby's heartbeat yeah. i needed assurance that i was going to be okay and i think until you give birth to that next child it, it's hard to it's almost like you're holding your breath so it's a really so a, a time where i think parents bereaved parents they need more support um, than ever during that time because not only they're grieving, but they're also terrified. So as family and friends, don't stop supporting when, <laughs> when you find out that they're pregnant again. You, I mean, and before I let you go, you have, you have said that obviously, you know, death transforms us. What did you learn about yourself, the connection to your children, your husband, to... Your, your support network through all of this? And what do you urge people yeah. to to do if they find themselves in, in this situation? Um, I would urge people, first and foremost, to take it one day at a time. Loss transforms us, like you say. Um, it can reveal our shortcomings, but it can also reveal how resilient we are. And I think that it's brought my family closer together than ever before. It's helped me realize personally that I can do anything I put my mind to and also that death can never separate us. This month we'll be celebrating what would have been Zachary's 10th birthday. Wow. And in some ways it feels like it was yesterday that I got to meet him and in some ways it feels like a long time ago. And I think I am grateful that 
time helps on the journey of healing. It doesn't um, make us forget or make the pain any less, but it helps me to be able to look back with the benefit of retrospect uh, vision and to see that I am so thankful for Zachary's life, however short it was, and that I will always carry him with me. He'll always be an amazing, beautiful part of our family. And I'm really thankful that we share that with our living children and they have the opportunity to learn and celebrate Zachary with us. Alexis Marie, I appreciate um, your your honesty and your willingness to to talk about your story, your family story, and to offer some insight on on how those of us on the sidelines can help um, when we find, uh, unfortunately, you know, a, a loved one, a, a friend, a neighbor, whatever, in in a situation like this. Um, thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Alexis Marie Chooch, you can read her book. It's Expecting Sunshine, A Journey of Grief, Healing, and Pregnancy After Loss. You can find out more about Alexis Marie. Again, she's a photographer, curator, and a great curator, a public speaker at alexismariechute.com. That is her website. Thanks for joining me. I know it was a tough conversation.